Reading Srimad Bhagavatam 429.33 Yatahe Purusho Bharam Sirasa Guru Mutvahan Tamskandena Sadhadate Tathasarvaha Pratikriyaha Yata As A Suddenly Purushaha A man Bharam Burden Sirasa On the head Gurum Heavy Utvahan Caring Tam Dad Skandena On the shoulder Saha, he, Adate, puts, Tata, similarly, Sarvaha, all, Pratikriyaha, counter-reaction. A man <coughs> may carry a burden on his head and when he feels it too heavy, he sometimes gives relief to his head by putting the burden on his shoulder. In this way, he tries to relieve himself of the burden. However, whatever process he devised to counteract the burden, does nothing more than put the same burden from one place to another. So, please respond. A man carry a burden on his head. When he feels it too heavy, Sometimes he gives relief to his head by putting the burden on his shoulder. In this way he tries to relieve himself of the burden. However, whatever process he devised to counteract the burden does nothing more than put the same burden from one place to another. Purport by Divine Grace Hesi Bhaktivedanta Swami This is a good description of an attempt to transfer a burden from one place to another. When one gets tired of keeping a burden on his head, he will place it on his shoulder. That this does not mean that he has become free from the strains of carrying the burden. Similarly, human society in the name of civilization is creating one kind of trouble to avoid another kind of trouble. In contemporary civilization we see that there are many automobiles manufactured to carry us swiftly from one place to another. But at the same time we have created other problems. We have to construct so many roads. And yet these roads are insufficient to cope with the automobile congestion and traffic jam. There are also problems of air pollution and fuel shortage. The conclusion is that the process we manufacture to counteract or minimize our distresses do not actually put an end to our pain. It is all simply illusion. We simply place the burden from the head to the shoulder 
The only real way we can minimize our problem is to surrender unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead and give ourselves up to this powerful, give ourselves up to His protection. The Lord being all-powerful can make arrangements to mitigate our painful life in material existence. Om-Agyanati-Randasya-Gyananam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-Gyanam-
is spoken by uh, Prahlad Maharaj speaking about the same thing but he says in a different way Naivo Divijat Paraturatyaya Vaitaranyas Tadvirya Ghayana Mahamrutam Maknuchitaha Sochetato Vimukha Setasha Indriyartha Here he says this word Maya Sukhaya Bharam Again same thing Utvahato Utvahato Vimudan So this Maya Sukhaya Bharam what is that? Hmm? O best of great personalities, I am not at all afraid of material existence, for wherever I stay, I am fully absorbed in thoughts of your glories and activities. My concern is only for the fools and rascals who are making elaborate plans for material happiness, maintaining their families, society and countries. I am simply concerned with love for them. So the word bharam is defined as what? Family, society and countries. Yeah? So how is it that we become bharam? Burden of love, they say. Don't they say that? Burden of what? <laughs> Correct? Very hard to see you, you're all covered with mud, I don't know what. <laughs> it's difficult to give a class, you know, to interact, you know, what are you doing, what are you thinking, what are you doing, I hope. <laughs> yes, correct. So, purport, throughout the entire world, everyone is making big, big plan to judge the miseries of the material world. And this is uh, true at present. In the past and in future, nonetheless, although they make elaborate, elaborate political, social and cultural plan, they have been described here as Vimuda, fools. Eh? The material world has been described in the Bhagavad Gita as Dukhalema Shashvatam, Bhagavad Gita 8.15. Temporary and miserable, but these fools are trying to turn the material world into Sukhalem, a place for happiness not knowing how everything acts by the arrangement of material nature which works in her own way. Prakriti kiriyamanani gunayar karmani sarvashaha ahankara vimudatma kartahamiti manyate The bewildered spirit soul under the influence of the three modes of mental nature think himself to be the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by nature. There is a plan for material nature, personally known as Durga, to punish the demons. Although the Asuras, the godless demons, struggle for existence, they are directly attacked by the goddess Durga, who is well equipped ten hands with different types of weapon to punish them. She is carried by a lion carrier or the modes of passion and ignorance. Everyone struggles very hard to fight through the modes of passion and ignorance and conquer the material nature. But the end, everyone is vanquished by, material, by nature's law. There is a river known as Vaitarani between the material and spiritual world. One side, one must cross this river to reach the other side of the spiritual world. This is an extremely difficult task. 
As the Lord says in the Bhagavad Gita, Deviya is Gunamaya, Mahamaya, Turutyaya. This divine energy of mind consisting of the three modes of mental nature is difficult to overcome. The same word, Turutyaya, meaning very difficult, is used here. Therefore, one cannot surpass the stringent laws of material nature except by the mercy of the Supreme Lord. Nonetheless, although all materialists are baffled in their plan, they try again and again to become happy in this material world. Therefore, they have been described as Vimuda, first-class fools. As Pallad Maharaj, he, has not at all, he was not at all unhappy, for although he was in material world, he was full of Krishna consciousness. Those who are Krishna consciousness, those who are Krishna conscious, trying to serve the Lord, are not unhappy. Whereas one who has no assets in Krishna consciousness and is struggling for existence is not only foolish, but extremely unhappy also. Pallad Maharaj was happy and unhappy simultaneously. He, was, he felt happiness and transcendental bliss because of his being Krishna conscious. Yet he felt great unhappiness for the fools and rascals who make elaborate plans to be happy in this material world. So this is how it is explained. Firstly, the weight. The bottom is referring to? Uh, family? Society? Country. This is the weight. How you get into these three things? Explained here, yesterday we spoke this verse, no? The moment the living entity forgets Krishna, this is what, how it happens. When a living entity, thinking himself different from me, forgets his spiritual identity of qualitative oneness with me in eternity, knowledge and bliss, his material condition life begins. This is how the the bottom starts. Right? In other words, instead of identifying his interest with mind, he becomes interested in bodily expansion like his wife, children and material possession. That is the point. In this way, by the influence of his action, one body comes from another and after one death, another death takes place. So in this way, the cycle is uh, going on. You understand? This is how it begins. Because he has turned away from the Lord. Correct? See? It gets what? Entangled. You get what? Entangled. And once he is entangled, he cannot, he become bewildered. You understand? Huh? All because of these two senses, correct? So powerful. Let explain here, the burden increases. 
how he see how he gets completely caught over. There is the word knowledge, the same verse. Huh? How can a person who is most affectionate to his family, the core of his heart, been always filled with their pictures, give up their association? Specifically, a wife is always very kind and sympathetic and always pleases her husband in solitary place. Who could give up the association of such a dear and affectionate wife? Small children talk in broken language, very pleasing to hear. Their affectionate father always thinks of their sweet words. How could he give up? their association. One's elderly parents and sons and daughters are also very dear, a daughter especially dear to her father and while living at her husband's house always, she is always in his mind. Who could give up that association? Aside from this in household affairs, there are many decorated items or household furniture and there are also animals and servants. Who could give up such comfort? Attached householder is like a silkworm who weaves a cocoon in which he comes imprisoned unable to get out, simply for the satisfaction of two important senses, the genitals and the tongue. One is bound by material conditions. How can one escape? See the, the bonding, you know what I mean? It's shackle. Is that? Family life. It's very, very, very Binding. Yes, attachment becomes what we say knotted. Prabhupada is saying. In household affairs, the first attraction is the beautiful and pleasing wife. Even she looks ugly for him, he looks very beautiful. How is mine? Who increases household attraction more and more? One enjoys his wife with two prominent sense organs, namely the tongue and the genitals. The wife speaks very sweetly, this is certainly an attraction. Then she prepares very palatable food to satisfy the tongue. And when the tongue is satisfied, one gains strength in another sense organ, especially the genital. Thus the wife gives pleasure in sexual intercourse. Household life means sex life. This is encouraged by the tongue. Then there are children, a baby gives pleasure by speaking sweet words in broken language. And when the sons and daughters are grown up, one becomes involved in their education and marriage. Then there is one own father and mother to be taken care of. And one also becomes concerned with the social atmosphere, with pleasing his brothers, sisters, the man become increasingly entangled in household affairs, so much so that leaving them become almost impossible. Thus the household become graham andakupam, a dark well into which the man has fallen. For such a man to get out is extremely difficult unless he is helped by a strong person, the spiritual master, who helped the fallen person with the strong rope of spiritual instruction. 
A fallen person should take advantage of this rope and then the spiritual master or the supreme personality of Godhead Krishna will take him out of the dark well. So this entanglement is very, very, very tight. Very tight. Nobody can take you out. You cannot come out yourself also. You understand? That's why it is bottom weight. So he will try to put on the head, then so much pain he will put on the shoulder. Well, at least my head is relieved. But the chin of pain goes here. <laughs> Correct? And then here pain he puts here. But the real thing is put it on the floor and no more pain. Yes? And that we cannot do. Why we cannot do? Because of the attachment. Okay. This material attachment is so strong. Understand? Very strong. There's a story, I'm sure you know, I will show you again the story about how this attachment is very binding. And this uh, story, I think it is here. An example is used to illustrate this. How the attachment is so very, very strong. So here, this is story about how uh, this uh, attraction. One should never indulge in excessive affection or concern for anyone or anything. Otherwise, one will have to experience great suffering just like this foolish pigeon. There once was a pigeon who lived in the forest along with his wife. He had built a nest within a tree and lived there for several years in a company. The two pigeons were very much devoted to their household duties. Their heart been tied together by sentimental affection and they were each attracted by others' glances, bodily features and states of mind. Thus, they completely bound each other in affection. Naively trusting in the future, they carried out their acts of resting, sitting, walking, standing, conversing, playing, eating and so forth as loving couple among the trees of the forest. When the, she desired anything, O king, the sheep pigeon would, flatterly, would flatteringly k- 
cajole her husband and he in turn would gratify her by faithfully doing whatever she wanted even with great personal difficulty thus he could not control his senses in a association then the female pigeon experienced the first pregnancy when the time arrived the chaste lady i don't know how the pigeon can be chaste the chaste lady delivered a number of eggs within the nest in the presence of her husband when the time was ripe baby pigeons with tender limbs and feathers created by the inconceivable potency of the lord were born from those eggs The two pigeons became most affectionate to their children and took great pleasure in listening to their awkward chirping which sounded very sweet to the parents. Thus with love they began to raise the little birds who were born of them. The parent birds became very joyful by observing the soft wings of their children, their chirping, their lovely innocent movement around the nest and their attempt to jump up and fly. seeing their children happy the parents were also happy their heart bound to each other by affection the foolish bird completely bewildered by the illusory energy of lord vishnu continued to take care of the young offspring who had been born to them One day the two heads of the family went out to find food for the children being very anxious to feed their offspring properly they wandered all over the forest for a long time At that time a certain hunter who happened to be wandering through, through the forest saw the young pigeon moving about near the nest spreading out his net he captured them all The pigeon and his wife were always anxious for the maintenance of the children and they were wandering in the forest for that purpose having obtained proper food they now returned to their nest When the lady pigeon caught sight of her own children trapped within the hunter's net she was overwhelmed with anguish and crying out she rushed toward them and this they cried out to her in return The lady pigeon had always allowed herself to be bound by the ropes of intense material affection and thus her mind was overwhelmed by anguish when in the grip of the illusory energy of the lord she completely forgot herself and rushing towards the helpless children she was immediately bound in the hunter's net that's it then seeing his own children who were more dear to him than life itself fatally born in the hunter's net along with his dear most wife whom he considered equal in every way to himself the poor male pigeon began to lament wretchedly the male pigeon said alas just see how i am now destroyed I am obviously a great fool for I did not properly execute pious activities I could not satisfy myself nor could I fulfill the purpose of life my dear family which was this 
which was the basis of my religiosity, economic development, sense gratification is now hopelessly ruined. Finish. His family is what? Finish. He saw his wife gone, children gone, right? My wife and I were an ideal match. I don't know, match in a boxing ring or what. She was always faithful, faithfully obeyed me and in fact accepted me as a worshipable deity. But now seeing her children lost and her home empty, she has left me behind and gone to heaven with our saintly children. Is this? See how he is talking. Right? Now I am wretched person living in an empty home. My wife is dead, my children are dead. Why should I possibly want to live? See? My heart is so pained by separation from my family that life itself has become simply suffering. Hmm. As the father pigeon wretchedly stead had his poor children trapped in the net in the virtue of death, pathetically struggling to free themselves, his mind went blank and thus he himself fell into the hunter's net. The cruel hunter having fulfilled his desire by capturing the red pigeon, his wife and all their children set off for his own home. Yes, there was a In this way, one who is too attached to family life becomes disturbed at heart. Like the pigeon, he tries to find pleasure in mundane sex attraction. Busily engaged in maintaining his own family, the miserly person is fated to suffer greatly along with all his family members. The doors of liberation are open wide to one who has achieved human life. But a human being simply devotes himself to family life like the foolish bird in this story, then he is considered as one who has climbed to a high place only to trip and fall down. So that? Yeah. Yeah. Only to what? Trip and? So this is the very, uh, what do you say, hmm? this is how the burden, uh, the story of this pigeon is given to give us an idea what's happening, correct? You understand this? Hmm? And all these things comes, you know, this Narada Muni is saying, anything in the next verse. People are what? Losing their family members. Looking. Losing, losing. Losing your family members. Ah, in India. Oh, only in India? Mostly. Everywhere they are losing family members, correct? Either they die today or they die as I usually say hundred years from now. Death is 
indispensable. You cannot what? Save yourself. Yeah, Cannot prevent it. Either you get killed by the virus, or you get killed by the accident, or you get killed by another disease. Death is inevitable. Correct? As they say, sure as what the Bhagavad Gita about death? You know Bhagavad Gita? What Krishna say about death? Come on. All these others. You know the verse? Bhagavad Gita. I come as sure as death. Ten? What? Ten four. Thirty-four. Please remember this, eh? See here, Mrityu Sarvaharas Chaham Udbhavascha Bhavishyantam Kiti Srik Vakcha Narinam Smriti Meda Driti Chama I am all devouring death. I am all devouring Nobody can escape death. Is not not possible. Yes, I said yesterday. No, Viranyaka Shipu, he went to Brahma to get benediction to become immortal. And Brahma said, "I am also going to die. <laughs> How can I benedict you that you will not die? Can? Yes. Yes, understand." But Vishmadev, he got benediction. He can die at his will. He can die? When he want to die? Same thing, residents of Ayodhya, they died only when they want to die. You know, they are devotees. Hey. But demons, no? So, to prevent death, is the issue now. The whole Bhagavadam starts on this one point. How to escape this death? I am now fasting, I am going to die now. I want to know how I can escape this death. What is that verse? 119 You can see here, this is how it starts, the whole Bhagavadam. You are the spiritual master of great saints and devotees. I am therefore begging you to show me the way of perfection for all persons, especially for one who is about to die. This is is our whole, what? Contention. We are now on the threshold, as Prabhupada always used the word, 
we are all in the threshold of death. Everyone, every one of us are. That's why this is a famous verse, no? I'm sure you know in Yudhishthira Maharaj he said, no? You know, Ani Ani. You know, no? You know, right? You know this Mahabharata. Where is that word? 7? 7 what? 7 2? You know, here you close your mouth. Oh, wow. <laughs> 7 2 7257 but a foolish living and being nonetheless thinks himself deathless and does not prepare for death. This is the most wonderful thing in this world. Everyone has to die because everyone is fully under the control of material nature. Yet everyone thinks that he is independent, that whatever he likes he can do and he will never meet death. But live forever and so on. So-called scientists are making various plans by which living entities in the future can live forever. But while they are thus pursuing such scientific knowledge, Yamaraj in due course and time will take them away from their business of so-called research. So try to understand, this is the real thing that we should be preparing ourselves. Understand, everything else is... That's why the, the, the Vedanta Sutra, one of the word is, Ataha, Brahma, Jikyasa. Now you got human body. You now inquire about Brahman. How to love uh, God and go back to the spiritual world and not die again. See, there's a big surge of Bhagavad Gita sales in our society now. Everybody <laughs> trying to find out. Huh? Trying to find out. Let me read this Bhagavad Gita. Maybe there's an answer. He says, yesterday's question, he says, if someone dies in the daytime, he will go back. Huh? Someone dies in the Brahma Murta. <laughs> I said, any time you die, if you are sinful, you will go to hell. Daytime, nighttime, Yamaraj, Yamaduta only work at nighttime. Huh? Now they are working overtime. <laughs> Understand? You follow? If you are sinful, then there is no time. Correct? This pious time dying and all this thing, that's pertaining to pious souls. Understand this point? You cannot escape this but that old age disease with any other plan. So I quote this verse many times, you know.
The terrible fear of birth and death can never be forsaken by anyone who resort to any shelter other than myself. For I am the Almighty Lord, the Supreme Personality of God at the source all creation, also the Supreme Soul of all souls. Okay? You cannot try to figure this out. In this material world, nobody can escape this problem. Krishna says, yesterday we showed, right? Bhagavad Gita, chapter 13, right? Text 8. Mrityu, huh? Jara, Jara Mrityu, what is the verse? Janma Mrityu Jara Vyadhi Dukkha Dosha Darshanam Nobody can escape this. It is very formidable. Krishna has made in such a way. Huh? The only way we can escape this death is by taking shelter of me. As I says, anyone who resort to any shelter other than myself cannot work. It cannot not possible. One verse before he says here. See, he says here. Thus the devotee who worship me, the all-pervading Lord of the universe in unflinching devotional service, gives up all aspiration to be promoted to the heavenly planet or to become happy in this world. See again, with wealth, children, cattle or home or anything in relation to the body. I take him to the other side of birth and death. Now we are talking about that burden. Yes, when he becomes what? free from this burden, I take him to the other side of. So we should now understand what it is all about, how we are entangled, how we should come out. You follow this point? We cannot try to come out of this by shifting the burden. We must learn how to, of course, you cannot give it up in our Krishna consciousness. We are not teaching everyone to become sannyas. You know, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not like that idea. In fact, what he said, mostly our householders, what he said, what is that word? That Brahman was, he wanted to go with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Yeah, seven. 7120, yeah? I thought it was 128, no? 128, no? So you see here, this Brahman, he was think, say, after he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his idea is his, very important, how he is, although, you know, The Brahmana said, Brahmana begged Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, My dear Lord, kindly show me favor and let me go with you. 
I no longer tolerate the waves of misery caused by materialistic life. So this point. He was miserable in materialistic life. Prabhupada writes in the purport. This, this statement is applicable to everyone, regardless of how rich or prosperous one may be. Narutam Das Thakur has confirmed this statement. Samsara Vishanale Divanishi Iyajale. He said that this materialistic way of life causes a burning in the heart. One cannot make any provision for the troublesome life of the material world. It is a fact that one may be happy as far as riches are concerned and one may be very opulent in, very, in every respect. Yet one has to manage the vishaya to meet the demands of the body and so many family members and subordinates. One has to take so much trouble to minister to others. Naratam Das Thakur therefore prays Vishaya Chadiya Kabe Suddha Habe Nam Mana Thus one must be freed from this materialistic way of life. One has to merge himself in the ocean of transcendental bliss. In other words, one cannot relish transcendental bliss without being freed from the materialistic way of life. It appears that the Brahmana named Kurma was materially very happy for he has expressed his family tradition as Janma Kula Dhan. Now being glorious, he wanted to leave all this material opulence. He wanted to travel with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. According to the Vedic way of civilization, one should leave his family after attaining 50 years of age and go to the forest of Vrindavan to devote the rest of his life to the service of the Lord. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu replied, Don't speak like that again. Better to remain at home and chant the holy name of Krishna always. So the solution is there. Huh? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not encouraging. See, he says, It is not advisable in his age of Kali to leave one's family suddenly, for people are not trained as proper brahmacharis and grihasthas. Therefore, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advised the Brahmana not to be too eager to give up family life. It will be better to remain with the family and try to become purified by chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra regularly under the direction of the spiritual master. This is the instruction of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If this principle is followed by everyone, there is no need to accept sannyas or glories. Very frightening word. <laughs> yes. In the next verse, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu advised everyone to become an ideal householder by offensively chanting the Hare Krishna mantra and teaching the same principle to everyone he meets. Uh, this is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is instructing. How to what? Lessen the burden. See? Because it's not finished. He says, Instruct everyone to follow the order of Lord Sri Krishna as they are given in the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam and this way become a spiritual master and try to liberate everyone in this land. That is a service he has given. What is that? You sit at home or eat and sleep. Huh? What to do? What is that? What do you have to do? Instruct everyone to follow the orders of Lord Krishna. As they are given in the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, in this way become a spiritual master and try to liberate everyone in this land. In other words, he wants everyone to become 
preaches. That is how you can lessen this burden, this entanglement. Huh? This is the sublime mission of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Many people come and inquire whether they have to give up family life to join the society. But that is not our mission. One can remain comfortably in his residence. He simply requests. We simply request everyone to chant the Mahamantra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare If one is a little literate and can read Bhagavad Gita as it is and the Srimad Bhagavatam, that is so much the better. These works are now available in an English translation and done very authoritatively to appeal to all classes of men. Instead of living and growing in material activities, people throughout the world should take advantage of the movement and chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra at home with their families. He should also refrain from sinful activities, illicit acts, meditating, gambling and intoxication. Out of these four items, illicit acts is very sinful. Every person must get married. Every woman especially must get married. If the woman outnumber the man, some man can accept more than one wife. Hare Krishna. In that way, <laughs> in that way, uh, there will be no prostitution in society. If man can marry more than one wife, illicit sex life will be stopped. One can also produce very nice preparation to offer Krishna from grain, uh, fruits, vegetables and milk. One should not indulge in unnecessary meditating and maintain horrible slaughterhouse. What is the use of smoking and drinking tea and coffee? People are already intoxicated by material enjoyment and if they indulge in further intoxication, what chance is there for self-realization? Similarly, one should not partake in gambling and unnecessarily agitate the mind. The real purpose of human life is to attain the spiritual platform, return to Godhead. That is the summum bonum of spiritual realization. The Krishna conscious movement is trying to elevate human society to the perfection of life by pursuing the method described by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in his advice of the Brahmana Kurma. This is one, this, that is one should stay at home, chant Hare Krishna mantra and preach the instruction of Krishna as they are given in the Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam. That is says, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu further advised the Brahmana Kurma, if you follow this instruction, your materialistic life at home will not obstruct your spiritual advancement. See that point? Just now we read, family life is a what? Burden. Now, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying, if you follow this instruction, your materialistic life at home will not obstruct your spiritual advancement. What are you supposed to do? Huh? Order your wife. <laughs> have to preach. Have to? Yes? Indeed, if you follow these regulative principles, we will again meet here, or rather, you will never lose my company. This is the assurance of the Lord. If we preach and chant, then the house, no problem. But if we don't, then the house will become a burden. Become a 
So it is very dangerous. Yes? So try to understand. If you do the preaching, then Krishna says, you will never lose my company. So now we understood that the burden shifting from the head to the shoulder to the thing, all this burden can be uh, rectified. If you want, preach. Of course you have to read also. If you don't read, how are you going to preach? Correct? Yes? Or if you say a prophecy, if you cannot, then at least invite them to your house and give what? Right? And you can say simple thing, you please chant Hare Krishna. Correct? Yare deka tarekaha Krishna Upadesh. And if you feel not competent enough, you can always channel them to the temple. Yes? And the bodies who are more experienced can also help guiding them. But we don't do this then it will become the story of the foolish pigeon only to climb up and what? So, either you want to follow the, the, the story of this foolish pigeon or you want to follow the instruction of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu The solution is there He says, no need to give up your house no need to take sannyas. Huh? You understand? No need. Simply stay at home and preach Krishna consciousness. Especially now you can see how uh, very devastating it is, you know. People all have this. I, I heard someone was telling me, in the Facebook there is only one message now, how to escape death. Everybody is giving big, big history. <laughs> Huh? Take three time baths. Prabhupada <laughs> 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 was saying, one guy he smeared with stool, the Yamudutas will not come to him, it's so smelly. <laughs> <laughs> not possible, whether you put stool or you bathe, you bathe four times. <laughs> <laughs> yes? Yes or no? Time and tide waits for? Only way. How is the only way? Correct? This is the only way. My dear servants, please do not approach such devotees for they are fully surrendered to the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. They are equal to everyone. Their narrations are sung by the demigods and the inhabitants of Siddhalova. Please do not even go near them. They are always protected by the club of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And therefore, Lord Brahma and I, even time factor, are not competent to chastise them. Then, Yamaraj is saying, correct? Huh? Mm-hmm. 
Paramahamsas are exalted persons who have no taste for material enjoyment, who drink the honey of the Lord lotus feet. My dear servant, bring to me for punishment only persons who are averse to the taste of that honey, who do not associate with Paramahamsas and who are attached to family life, worldly enjoyment which forms the path to heaven. This is very clear. Burden. Burden is what? So, those who are chanting Krishna's name, they escape the cycle of... Of course, you're going to die, you know, but he's saying you're not going to die. But you're going to die once. And that's it. After that, Krishna takes them. The Bhagavad Gita, he says, what he says? Famous verse. How many watts AC? Uh, <laughs> all that you know. <laughs> uh, capacity, how much air to produce, uh, all these things. Huh? The most important thing, how to escape death, what is that? Krishna says what? What number? What? Nobody knows that. Uh. Four nine. Huh? Where else he says? This is very important, Bhagavad Gita. Yes, four nine. Where else he says? Janma karma chamidivyam evam yoveti tatvataha dhakta deham punar janma naiti. You see? Tyaktam deha punar janma naiti. No more. Maam eti. Where you go? No more birth means what? Where you go then? Maam eti. See that? One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activity does not, upon leaving the body, take his birth again in his material world, but attain to my eternal abode, O Arjuna. Where else he say also? Come on, tell me. Bhagavad, you only Bhagavad Gita, we don't go other places. Twelve six. Huh? Twelve six. Twelve? But those who worship me, giving up all their activities unto me and being devoted to me without deviation, engaged in devotional service, always meditating on me, having fixed in their minds upon me, Osana Prita, for them I am the swift deliverer from the ocean of birth and death. That means what? Quickly he takes us out. For one who is devoted to... Where else? Seven. Seven? 
intelligent person who are endeavoring for liberation from old age and death take refuge in me in devotional service. They are actually Brahman because they entirely know everything about transcendental activities. So any person who wants to get out of old age and death, they take refuge in? Where else? 934 934 Engage your mind always in thinking of me become my devotee, offer obeisance to me and worship me, being completely absorbed in me, surely you will come to me. Surely you will come to me, but... Uh, huh? 8? 8.45. 8.5, yes. So many verses, eh? And whoever at the end of his life quits his body remembering me alone at once attains my nature. Of this there is no doubt. Eight? Eight? Eighteen sixty-five. Eighteen sixty-five. Same. Same that now he says manmana. 13? 22? 20? 20? 6. 6. 6. 13, 26. One Again, there are those who are, although not conversant in spiritual knowledge, begin to worship the Supreme Person upon hearing about Him from others. Because their tendency to hear from authority, they also transcend the path of birth and death. So, so many verses, Krishna is speaking practically in every chapter. You come to me, huh? can escape the cycle of birth and death. Finally he says, give up everything and surrender to me. I'll deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. Correct? So therefore, if we do not take up this process, and especially preaching is so important. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he wants us to preach. You cannot go back to Godhead without the blessings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Kali Yuga. It's not possible if you try anything else. 
So the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu means we have to chant Hare Krishna and teach others how to do. Then yes, your life will become very auspicious. Alright, so anything else? Burden will become a burden if we don't preach Krishna consciousness. That's all. No more big philosophies. And if we preach, Krishna says, I will always be with. So when Krishna is with you, will there be any Maya? No more Maya. Understand? That's why devotees, they don't care whether you go to hell or go to heaven. There's another point, no? you see, that I uh, didn't explain, I'll just show you. One, what is that? We finish one. Huh? After that verse, what was that? Chaitanya Mahapu, that verse, what was that? The last one I showed. One. One? One twenty-eight. No, but I showed some verses, right? What was the last I showed? One thirty, is it? One twenty-eight was last. One twenty-nine. One twenty-nine, huh? So here, Prabhupada is explaining. This point here, the purport of this. This is an opportunity for everyone. If one simply follow the instruction of Chi Chaitanya Mahaprabhu under the guidance of representative and chant the Hare Krishna mantra, teaching everyone as far as possible to the same principle, the contamination of materialistic way of life will not even touch him. See that? It does not matter whether one lives in the holy place like Vrindavan, Navadip, or Jagannath Puri, or in the midst of a European city where the materialistic way of life is very prominent. If a devotee follows this instruction of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he lives in company of the Lord. Wherever he lives, he converts that place into Vrindavan and Navadip. That means, this means that materialism cannot touch him. This is the secret of success for one advancing in Krishna consciousness. See this point? It doesn't matter where you stay. In a, in a very materialistic society or in Vrindavan or no. If you chant and you preach, then that place will become Vrindavan. This is guaranteed. This is one. Where are we staying? We are staying where? Uh, Singapore is what? Mayapur. Huh? Okay. How much Maya is here? Many Indians, they come here, they don't want to go back. Yeah? 
is so good for Maya. Yes or no? I think they know more places than me. I am born here. I don't know. Eh? Is it not? <laughs> Correct? So, how this place full of Maya? But there is an overseas temple. Correct? Yes or no? And you, you, I mean by your experience, how much you are disturbed when you come here, everything is what? Clear? Yes? Because transcendental. Similarly, what have we got here? We have, because we have Krishna, yesterday's verse, right? Huh? What is that verse yesterday? The deity and the holy name. What is that? Yesterday I showed. 16, 50, 8 50 Yesterday I showed the verse 51 51 Yeah, 51 Say, this is, yesterday I showed this verse, no? All living entities, moving and non-moving, are my expansions and are separate from me. I am the super soul of all living beings who exist because I manifest them. I am the form of the transcendental vibration like Omkara and Hare Krishna, Hare Ram, and I am the supreme absolute truth. These two forms of mine, namely the transcendental sound and the eternally blissful spiritual form of deity, are, the, are my eternal form, they are not material. So the two things are required. What is that? The deity and the chanting. Yes? And you do this, no problem. Then there is no more burden. There is no more burden. But if you don't do this, then it becomes crazy. Yes? Isn't it? Alright, so we'll stop here then. Thank you very much. Any questions on the Facebook? Anybody? Anybody has any questions or comments? No questions, huh? Alright, we'll stop here. Thank you very much. Grantara Srimad Bhagavadam Ki, Srila Prabhupada Ki.